It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. On a Thursday morning at Wax. Well, you were worried we weren't going to have a white Christmas? Shame on you. <laughs> it's plenty white out there this morning, and it's going to get whiter as the day goes along and as uh, tonight and tomorrow go along. And as far as school closings, don't go there. Schools are closed all over the area. I'm not going to go through them one by one, but uh, all you have to do is look out the window and use a little common sense because, again, we're looking at some, uh, well, white weather out there. And it's heavy snow, too. So, again, boy, oh, boy, don't try and shovel it very far because it is very, very heavy out there. And uh, we're going to get, I don't know, I've heard everything from 6 to 12 inches and going to continue on and... uh, Temperatures aren't going to be real cold until we get uh, probably into the first part of next week. we got chores to do, and we're doing it here in the farm department with uh, baler twine and, and wire because we're trying to hold it together. We scampered all over the building trying to find some light so we can see our numbers for the uh, limited amount of markets. The uh, stations are on because we have uh, alternate generators. The power is out in the building. But uh, generators keep us on the air, and uh, we've been scrambling with our cell phones and everything else to try and find numbers this morning for the markets. We've got some. We don't have them all, but uh, we'll get through it. And snow in the forecast today. High's going to be 33, so not bad. Tomorrow, uh, tonight and into tomorrow, we're going to have snow, and then it'll end later on tomorrow. And then over the weekend, uh, not bad, but it is going to cool off. As uh, it's be by Monday, it'll be about oh, 10, 12 degrees for a high. Bob and Joe with you this morning. And uh, how is the back road coming from Welke Land and Cattle Company this morning? It was interesting. Interesting, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So anyway, we've got uh, things going on. I, And again, when you assume something, you know what assume means, so... I would assume that uh, the folks that are going to make that announcement about Farm Technology Days in Chippewa County in 2024 plan to do it up in Cornell at 4 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, I haven't seen anything because our computers aren't on. If they sent an email or something yesterday or last night saying that that is off, I don't know. But uh, I'm not going to Cornell this afternoon, I'll tell you that. I'm not either. I actually stayed off the interstate, too, because, boy, those trucks were moving awfully slow. I came up on 53 today. All right. So, again, be careful out there. If you don't have to go anyplace, you know, got to go get some groceries or some food or go to the other farm to do chores, make sure you uh, you do that. But uh, allow yourself a little extra time and uh, just uh, plan appropriately. It's winter in Wisconsin. It's not like we've never seen it before. So do plan. We do have some farm news to look at. If we can read it, we've been <laughs> scrambling around here trying to get lights between cell phones and other lights. We're going to make her happen. New chairman of the uh, House Agriculture Committee, now that the Republicans will be taking over, and inflation slowing down, and a survey coming out to beef and cattle producers. Some of the stories in the news as uh, we get her started. It's about uh, four minutes before 5 o'clock right here at Wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, it's snowing out there. We're having a white Christmas after all, and uh, we will have snow today, tonight, and into tomorrow. We'll get Mike Dandrio and tell him 
We need to know more. We'll do that uh, about a half an hour, a little more than a half an hour from now. But temperatures today about 33. It'll be uh, 30 tomorrow, then cooling off. But Saturday and Sunday shouldn't be bad. Partly cloudy to partly sunny. 24 on Saturday, 17 on Sunday. Monday, uh, chilly 12 degrees under partly sunny skies. It's about 31 degrees right now here in the Chippewa Valley. Good morning. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAX WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news, shall we? See what's going on around the, around the world. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The U.S. Senate has voted unanimously to ban the use of TikTok on government phones and devices. The No TikTok on Government Devices Act was passed Wednesday night with no objections. Several states have already banned the use of TikTok on government devices and computer networks over national security concerns. FBI Director Christopher Wray recently said the Bureau was concerned that China had the ability to manipulate content on the app and collect data on its users. The bill still needs to be passed by the House and signed by President Biden before becoming law. The Biden administration is working to strengthen relationships across Africa. Partnerships not to create political obligation, not to foster dependence, but to spur shared success and opportunity. President Biden announced a wide range of investments and initiatives that the U.S. is facilitating to fuel economic growth and job creation, both domestically and across the African continent. Initiatives include developing reliable infrastructure to support supply chains and to better integrate African countries into global markets. A Louisiana twister has killed at least three people. Wednesday's tornado was part of a severe weather outbreak across the Deep South and the second one to hit New Orleans this year. In a news conference Wednesday night, Sheriff James Pullman said the tornado left a trail of destruction through St. Bernard's Parish. Pope Francis is suggesting that folks help Ukrainians in need and instead celebrate a more humble Christmas. Brian Shook has more. At his weekly general audience, the Pope talked about Ukrainian civilians suffering without power, water, and heat during the holiday season. He said while celebrating Christmas is important, offering concrete signs of help for those in need should take priority over gifts this year. I'm Brian Shook. And the FDA says there is a nationwide shortage of amoxicillin. It's been in high demand due to the triple-demic of respiratory viruses hitting the U.S. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. About four and a half minutes after five o'clock, again, snow in the area. As far as school closings are concerned, they're closed. They're closed all over the area. I can't imagine there's uh, any that are open. But again, uh, go on your local school's website, WEAU. Oh, WEAU will have... uh, dot com and they'll have their closings so again that's coming up all right weather snow today tonight and tomorrow 33 today 30 tomorrow and again uh, if you've been out or look out the window you know it's pretty deep already 24 on saturday partly cloudy 17 on sunday as it cools down and monday partly sunny high about 12 right now 31 degrees here in the eau claire chippewa falls area and uh, just about everybody's seeing snow For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, uh, the good folks at Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our markets this morning. And, uh, Jill, what uh, the livestock numbers look like. 
Choice fed beef steers are 143 to 152 with mixed at 108 to 142. Choice fed beef heifers are 144 to 150 with mixed at 101 to 142. Choice fed Holstein steers are 128 to 148 with select and silage fed steers 94 to 126. Cows are 60 to 87 with bulls at 70 to 97. Butcher hogs are 55 to 83. Sows are 45 to 49 and a half. Boars are 20 and a half and down. Shorn market lambs are 105 to 114. There's no quote on the unshorn market lambs. Feeder lambs are 131 to 280. Ewes are 60 to 95. Small goats are 10 to $185. Medium goats are 125 to $220. Large goats are 120 to $250. And nanny goats are 175 to $210. And looking at the Board of Trade, uh, as far as uh, this morning's numbers, March corn down a fraction from yesterday's close, sitting at six forty nine a bushel. Wheat up two to three cents for March at seven fifty two. March soybeans down two at fourteen eighty two, and soybean meal up two dollars and thirty cents a ton at four hundred fifty eight dollars and fifty cents. Barrel cheese three and a half cents lower yesterday one eighty two and a half. The blocks were up four cents at two eleven and a quarter, and butter. Up two and three quarter cents at two seventy nine and three quarters, and a couple of those class three milk quotes. December up a dime at twenty sixty three. January down two cents at nineteen fifty. So that's the way the markets look this morning here on Wax. We're eight minutes after five. Again, snow, and again, if you're looking for school closings and all those kinds of announcements, WaxRadio.com and our information brought to you by Hovland's and a service master of the Chippewa Valley or our friends over at Channel 13, WEAU.com, and click on Closings, and you'll find them all. And believe me, more things are closed than are open this morning, especially if you're talking about the schools. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Nine and a half minutes after five o'clock, we've got farm news to take a look at. But, uh, hey, the kids are home. If you're looking for something to do, take their devices away from them. Kick them outside. Have them make a snowman. Tell you some of the best times as a kid growing up. I think every kid was playing in the snow. Can't do that in Florida or places like that, but playing in the snow and temperatures are nice, too, in the low 30s. Wow, perfect day for that. But, again, schools closed all over the area today. So, again, uh, the kids are going to be able to help you do chores. (laughs) And I bet they're thrilled about that. Coming up, something special from Wisconsin. We'll hear what's going on with our uh, Alice in Dairyland, Taylor Schaefer. But uh, right now, we're going to take a look at some of the news in the world of agriculture. Jill, what's going on? When Republicans take over the House of Representatives in the next Congress, all committees will be led by Republican congressmen. For the House Agriculture Committee, that means Congressman Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania will handle the gavel. Thompson has already said that one of his goals is to get a new farm bill written in 2023 with an emphasis on strengthening crop insurance and expanding broadcast broadband across the country. Numbers for November show food prices inflation is slowing. The Consumer Price Index shows that food prices didn't increase in November from earlier months, but said they were still about 12% higher than last November. On the brighter side, beef prices were down 5% last month, but because of the effects of avian influenza, egg prices were up 49% from a year ago. 
and the National Statistics Service will soon be sending out surveys to beef and dairy cattle producers. During the first two weeks in January, those producers will be asked to report their cattle inventories, calf crop, death losses, and cattle on feed information. All producers receiving the survey must fill it out and return it as the information is kept confidential and is used to develop policy. All the information will be compiled and released on January 31st as part of the USDA's cattle report. Surveys will be filled out over the Internet, by phone, or through the mail. So you'll be getting yours at the Welke Land and Cattle Company to, to fill it. And the thing is, again, and we say this all the time, you've got to fill them out. It's not, well, I'm not doing that. I'm not giving the government that information. They will come and get it from you. It's all kept very confidential. They don't share it in any, there's no name, a land farm name attached to any of that information. It's just the information you provide. It's what the Congress needs. Congressman Thompson, as Jill said, taking over the House Agriculture Committee, and his priority is to get a farm bill done in 2023. That's when it's called for. Every, you know, 18, we had a farm bill. Now we've got one five years later in 2018 or 2023. So again, that if you get that survey, fill it out, get it done, and uh, you'll be done with it. Otherwise, uh, they'll call you or visit the farm and get that information because by law, you really uh, have to fill it out. But it is kept confidential. There are no names attached to anything. It's just the numbers. So again, then we'll find out in January what the situation with the uh, the cattle numbers are across the country it's a quarter after five we've got more farm news to take a look at we've also got some calendar the main thing on jill get the calendar out here but the uh, main thing that uh, we have that we don't know is uh, what's going on with the announcement today uh, because our power has been out and our computers are down so if they sent uh, emails or any messages we haven't been able to get them but i think our power is coming back on now so we will be able to uh, access some of that stuff. But again, that's coming up. The announcement today, scheduled anyway, at 4 o'clock this afternoon up at uh, Chippewa Valley Electric in Cornell, the announcement of the location and the date of Farm Technology Days in 2024 in Chippewa County. Can't be in July because there are too many things going on in Chippewa County in July. You've got the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. You've got uh, Country Fest. You've got Rock Fest. You've got all kinds of things going on, and it stretches the uh, people in the county, the county police and planners and everybody else that gets involved in all these activities. There's only so much they can do. They already bring in uh, troopers from other counties to help at things like Fest and uh, Rock Fest and Country Fest. So it's going to be uh, a July show probably, and I don't know this for sure, but probably about the uh, third week of uh, August in 2024. But that's down the road a ways. But, uh, again, we'll see what uh, changes or adjustments they are making, the folks putting on Farm Technology Days in Chippewa County. But uh, we'll get that information and get it to you. What else? Anything else going on uh, this week, Jill, that they're going to try and hold? I don't know what happened yesterday to the uh, meeting that was down in the Dells as far as, uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, who had that meeting? I'm trying to think. Uh, down from Pigeon Falls, the, uh, the Discovery Dairy, Discovery Farms program. Yeah, the Discovery Farms. Thank you. But I uh, don't know how that happened or if it happened. But again, meetings today. 
be very skeptical of many will be held because it's a, it's a heavy, wet snow out there. So if you got to go someplace, check ahead. Make sure uh, they're open because it's uh, not a good day out there. All right. Well, we got anything else going on this week right now? Well, like I said, like you said, you should definitely check ahead because the Badger Crops and Soils meeting is scheduled for today in La Crosse. But make sure you check ahead. Now, is that in La Crosse or is that in Holman? That one's in La Crosse. Okay. I got the other page here that the Farm Management Series is in Holman. All right. So, again, be careful with those meetings. Check ahead to see uh, if they're going to be held. I know some of the some of the schools. I saw one school. I didn't know which one it was going to be. Not closed. They're going to go virtual, so the <laughs> poor kids got to sit on the screen today. But uh, again, for the most part, schools are closed. All right, we've got uh, eighteen minutes after five o'clock. Thirty-one degrees right now. Snow falling. We've got uh, thirty-three. The high today and snow off and on now. Today, tonight, this afternoon, into tomorrow, and then it'll back off. By Saturday, Sunday, we should be able to get plowed out. But temperature is going to cool off to 24 on Saturday, 17 on Sunday, 12 on Monday. And coming up, uh, conversation, we're going to catch up on something special from Wisconsin. If you don't get all your Christmas shopping done at the big, you know, if you're ordering Amazon, stay home. Buy things from Wisconsin. It's a good deal. We'll hear about that next. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Oh, maybe a little over a week left for your shopping for your special Christmas presents. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Pam, when you buy those gifts, don't forget here in Wisconsin, we produce more than just milk and cheese. There are a lot of other things people would like for Christmas right here from Wisconsin. Yeah, and that Wisconsin freeze has turned into a cottage industry for a lot of businesses. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee, southern end of the world's longest barn, and you're here in Madison. I'll tell you what, I've known about the Something Special from Wisconsin program for a long time. You probably do too. You see the big yellow and red emblem on the side of a lot of products around the state, but what you may not realize is uh, that has turned into uh, a very strong support system for a lot of small businesses in Wisconsin, and it gives you also a creative opportunity when it comes to gift giving. I caught up with our 75th Alice in Dairyland. That is our friend Taylor Schaefer. She is a gal that grew up in Franksville, Wisconsin, very familiar with a lot of the different products that she's promoting. She's been crisscrossing the state trying to help people with holiday gift-giving ideas. We started off by talking about how many miles this Alice has been traveling and some of the things that she's learned. It has been such an incredible journey so far. And, you know, it's really hard for me to pick a favorite memory, a favorite moment, because I have loved every event that I've attended, every person that I've met. And I've had some incredible experiences that I've, I would have never had had I not been selected as the 75th Alice. So I've driven about 20,000 miles around the state so far, hoping to hit 40,000 by the end of my year. But really, I have been all over the state of Wisconsin tracking how many counties I've been to. So trying to get to as many areas as I can. Well, I don't want to uh, show you the door or anything, but they are already starting to solicit for the 2023 campaign, which will begin with interviews early on and then uh, off to Walworth County in May for the next selection. Have people been uh, poking you for suggestions on what they need to do to be successful? 
Yeah, I've been talking a lot about the 76th Alice and Dairyland Finals, and those will be held in Walworth County, actually in Lake Geneva, May 11th through the 13th of next year. So every single month, I have a really great opportunity to travel to Walworth County and attend different events, really highlighting their agriculture industry. So in Walworth, about 54% of all of their land is actually dedicated to agriculture. And there's a lot of different areas, again, that really highlight the diversity of the county's agriculture industry. So over the last six months, I've attended everything from a holiday light show, handing out chocolate chips and recipes to use Wisconsin butter to their county fair and so much more. Again, all in the name of promoting the finals next year. But those applications will actually come out here in the next few weeks. So at the beginning of January, that's when those applications will be made public. And from there, applicants can submit a resume and a cover letter. And about in February, that's when we bring those applicants in for an interview. So we'll have a selection panel of about five people that will narrow the candidate pool to six individuals. And the six individuals Individuals will go through about five months of training, and that is the formal selection process. So you're doing everything that Alice does in a normal year, just shortened into a shorter period of time. So it's all about building that professional portfolio, really testing your knowledge, testing your skills, and learning more about Wisconsin agriculture and how you can better serve as an advocate for the industry as well. How you been doing with that, learning about Wisconsin agriculture? I mean, going into the gig, you knew plenty, but I bet you've had some eye-opening experiences. I really have. I think one that shocked me the most was horseradish. I never knew that horseradish was grown here in the state of Wisconsin. And I actually had an opportunity to go up to Silver Spring in Eau Claire and tour their processing facility because they are the largest grower and processor in the entire country. So I would say that was one that really surprised me. And that visit was so incredible. They had me on the tractor planting horseradish roots, trying products. And I, I've never really tried a lot of horseradish in my life. So there's a lot of zing to some of the products that they have. But that was such an incredible tour that I've done. And I've really put an emphasis on getting out into the community, out onto farms and learning as much as I can. I think that's just the 4-H member in me, right? I was a 10-year 4-H member, so I always like to learn by doing, and I think that's the best way to communicate that with audiences, too. If you're just joining us, that's Taylor Schaefer. She's our current Alice in Dairyland, and she's been crossing the state of Wisconsin trying to help people find new ideas and tap into new products that carry the Something Special from Wisconsin logo. That's a red and yellow logo that really is dominant on a lot of packaging, and it truly tells you that better than 50 percent of that product is made grown processed or from the state of wisconsin so tell me a little bit about what have been some of the hot products so far this season taylor from something special from wisconsin Well, we actually have over 460 different Something Special from Wisconsin members. So throughout my campaign over the last few weeks, I've only highlighted a very small percentage of that, about 35 companies. So as I've been traveling around to different media markets, I've had everything from cheese to wine, confections, gifts for people at home. But I would have to say one of my favorites is Christine's Kitchen's Boxes of Fun. So it's a great way to support multiple small businesses across the entire state because these boxes are hand curated and they all have different themes. So you can get a snack attack box, something like Pamper Someone, or even a Christmas Advent calendar as well. So these boxes highlight, again, a lot of different something special from Wisconsin companies. And all of the products in them have a different, I guess, company they come from. So it's a great way to support multiple businesses as one at once. And you can order those online, have them shipped directly to your door, or even send them to family members across the country as well. That's one thing that I uh, have to try to, from time to time, educate people. They are looking for a one-stop shop for the Something Special from Wisconsin 
product category, and it's not really designed to be that way. It's encouraging you to support those other businesses, but they can still start at the Something Special from Wisconsin website. They can, and that website is actually brand new as of a few months ago, so it's really easy to navigate. And again, you can find all of those 460 different members, all of their information, their website, where they're located, and so much more, right at somethingspecialwi.com. So it's very easy to navigate. You can actually narrow down your searches based on what exactly you're looking for. So whether that's a dairy product, again, a confection, or maybe you're even just looking for a cutting board or someone to come into your house and do some kind of cabinetry work in your house. There's a lot of different things to choose from. It's not just what you can eat, what you can see. It's also what you can experience as well. Well, and that they had a really nice holiday market. Uh, more than 70 vendors this year that wanted to get a jump start on the holiday season because I'm guessing if you visit with some of these something special from Wisconsin vendors, they put a lot of their calendar year uh, budget in during the holidays. They do. So the holiday season is certainly a great time to support Wisconsin small businesses. And a lot of them do attend those holiday markets. I actually was at that one in Johnson Creek. So it was a great opportunity to catch up with some of our vendors that I met even earlier in my year at the Wisconsin State Fair. But these businesses really operate 365 days of the year. So you can either stop in their shore, in their store in person, you can shop online, or again, you can ship things directly to people in your life too. Made me kind of giggle thinking about uh, your conversation about Walworth County, Lake Geneva, and supporting uh, Alice in Dairyland, going to be the host for the finale in May, because it ties in with the something special. You were harvesting the first official Christmas tree that came from that neck of the woods. I was. I was actually a countryside tree. I had a white pine, which I have never harvested a white pine before. It's an absolutely beautiful tree. We usually get balsam firs at home, so it was a great way to find a new variety of trees that are grown here in the state. So I harvested the tree. We filmed some video footage, talked with the owners, and I even had an opportunity to tour their farm and see the elk that they raise, too. So they not just they don't just have the Christmas trees and the wreaths and garland. They also sell elk antlers and dog toys and dog treats so they let me go onto their farm and tour that part as well so that was a really cool opportunity and then of course i had an opportunity to show off that tree to the public at the walworth glow event last week so that was a drive-through light show and i was handing out those chocolate chips and butter recipes to people as they came by and those were all donated by nestle down in burlington so just on the other side of the county border into racine county where i'm originally from but it was a great chance for me to show off my tree and talk more about buying local this holiday season. Again, if you're just joining us, this is Taylor Schaefer. She is currently our Alice in Dairyland and will be until we hit mid-2023. Uh, I do want to remind people, though, you're so active and you're doing so many things and we can only steal you away for radio and video a little bit of the time. How can they follow your activities, Taylor? What kinds of different campaigns do you already know that you're going to be focusing on in 2023? Because I think you've got some great stories that people should be following. Well, looking ahead to 2023, I'm going to be kicking off the year with Chinese New Year, talking about Wisconsin ginseng. I do have quite a few campaigns in there, but certainly the biggest one towards the end of my year is Alice will be June Dairy Month. So that's going to be the entire month of June, and I'm traveling all over the state of Wisconsin, talking about our dedicated dairy farms and dairy farm families. But I also will be incorporating some school visits as well. So that's not something that Alice has done the last couple of years because of the pandemic. So I'm really looking forward to working very closely with egg in the classroom and talking about specialty crops. So that's anything grown here in Wisconsin that is not corn, soybeans, or alfalfa. And I'll be visiting fourth grade classrooms, talking about these specialty crops, how we can enjoy them at home, how we can support our farmers, and of course, really learning more about Wisconsin agriculture as well.
not today. Alice in Terryland will not be in the classroom today because most of those classrooms are closed. We checked Abbotsford is uh, doing the virtual learning today, but uh, most of the other schools, uh, I don't think I'm too off base. All those schools are closed. But again, you can find out for sure. You can check at waxradio.com. That information brought to you by Hovlands and Service Master of the Chippewa Valley, or as we said, our friends over at Channel 13, go to weau.com and check out their closings. We'll find out about the markets next. Rocky will tell us what's going on at Premier Livestock over in Withy. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's find out what's going on. It's about 29 minutes before uh, 6 o'clock already. Rocky joins us. Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock. Is it white in Lublin this morning, Rocky? It's going to be a white Christmas, it looks like. (laughs) I guess so. So, uh, But as of now, we're good to go with the sale today? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Just be running as usual, I guess. Hopefully you get her cleaned out. So. All right. So, again, but uh, be careful. Uh, the plows are out working. Give them a chance. Don't get too close to them because they got a lot of snow to move all over the area. That's for sure. Well, how'd the sale go yesterday with that uh, questionable weather? Yeah, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction uh, shaped up. We did sell 275 head of dairy cattle. We did have three complete herd dispersals. Uh, lots of very nice cattle with lots of supreme cows. Again, like said, Bob said, uh, despite the weather, we had a very strong sale. Uh, top fresh cows sold from 2,000 up to 3,300. Uh, we said sold many full loads, averaging from 21 to 24, and we had lots of top cows bring from 27 to 3,300. Uh, we had a herd, a complete herd dispersal straight through of 60 Holstein and crossbred cows, averaged 2,150. Uh, better quality spring and heifers, 1,250 to 1,775. Next week, uh, Wednesday, we get another showcase of uh, fancy dairy cattle. Uh, if you guys uh, were a couple weeks ago here, Kemper Farms uh, had them fancy crossbreds. They got 28 of them big fancy Jersey cross two-year-olds, the ripping fancy kind. We got 55 registered Jersey cows, all parlor freestall, several loads of top Holstein fresh two-year-olds, and we got a nice load of registered cows coming from Todd Stanick. Uh, if you're looking uh, for the Fleckvies, uh, we got a load of fresh two-year-old purebred Fleckvies. Uh, we got brown Swiss cows. If you're looking for it, we probably got it next week. Uh, full details on the website. Also next week, Tuesdays, our special feeder cattle bred beef cow auction and we're expecting 800 to 1,000 head for that sale. Full list of consignments and details and sales schedules on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, call us anytime, uh, 715-229-2500, and that's how it's shaped up, Bob. Very good. Be careful out there, buddy. It's snowy, in case you uh, hadn't wondered. You bet, and there's ice underneath. You bet. Put her in four-wheel drive, and away you go. Lock her in. All right, thank you. You bet. There goes Rocky over at Premier Livestock. We'll find out what's coming now. Mike's going to join us next. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's go over to Skywarn 13 and talk to the guy that's responsible for this mess. Mike Dandria over there. Good morning, Mike. Whoops, where is he? I don't know what he's doing. I know weather is a a focal point on the uh, morning show over there at Channel 13, but uh, I thought he'd be ready to talk to us by now. But uh, <laughs> maybe he's afraid. I don't know. But if he uh, if he 
starts to rustle over there in the weather room. We'll get the four. There, I heard a little noise over there. Michael, are you awake and at it? Yeah, you know, I was sleeping. I haven't been busy or anything. <laughs> I know. I've been kind of keeping an eye on the TV, and I thought you were off the screen, so I thought it was safe to come to you. But I know weather is the big story of the day, and holy mackerel, Andy, it's heavy and wet. <laughs> Yep, that's uh, that's certainly the case. We've had uh, actually some snowfall rates of about uh, one to two inches per hour through the overnight. And, uh, yeah, it's just caused some very, very slick roads and uh, some headaches for our crews that have been out there. Uh, so just give a give a little hand for them as well. Otherwise, we'll expect this heavier snow to continue through about the daybreak hours before starting to lighten up a little bit. And then we'll see a little more of intermittent snowfall throughout the day, uh, periods on and off. It will be rather lighter, not especially relative to uh, to the heavy snow that we've had through the overnight. Highs today, not really going to change too much from where we're at right now. Still mostly hanging out into the low to mid-30s throughout the day. Later on tonight, a few more chances at some intermittent snow showers, but it'll be a little bit cooler as we dip into the mid-20s for the most part. Later on tonight, we could see an additional uh, one to three inches of accumulations across the Chippewa Valley, and a few locally higher amounts are possible as well. Tomorrow, a few more intermittent snow showers throughout the day. Highs once again climbing to around the freezing point, so any snow that does fall will likely be that wet and heavy snow that we've seen uh, through the overnight and some of those chances could even linger into Saturday morning, but that's also when we really start to see that cool down heading our way. Mid-20s for our highs on Saturday and by Sunday into the upper teens. And into the start of next week, we may even have some overnight lows that are below zero before another chance at some snow showers heads our way uh, towards the middle of next week. We still have a winter storm warning in effect, which was actually extended earlier uh, this morning, now in effect until 6 o'clock later on this evening. Otherwise, we're still tracking those snow showers and a temperature right now of 33 degrees in Eau Claire. So don't blow my snow until after supper? Well, I mean, you, you might want to do a little bit of that to give your snowblower a, a little break, but uh, just because, well, it's going to be blowing how many more inches of accumulation later after supper? Yeah, I know. So uh, maybe maybe a couple passes. All right, yeah. I've got an over and under for you. With okay. this heavy, wet snow, and, you know, the plows can't go real slow with this heavy, wet stuff, or they get, you know, they get stopped. This stuff is heavy. Over and under. What do you think the over and under is as far as uh, how many mailboxes will get blown oh. over by the snowplows? <laughs> oh, that's uh, too high to count. <laughs> yeah, I think there's going to be uh, some fixing needing to be done with the, with the mailboxes in some area. This snow is heavy and wet. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over on whatever it's set at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be uh, one of those snow flurries that uh, we're dealing with, but... Uh, Christmas will be white. Yes, I think that we could all agree on that one. All right. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Absolutely, Bob. Have a good one. You bet. Mike Dandria. That's, I always laugh. And I talked to years ago, I talked to a guy. <laughs> I don't know if they do it now, but years ago, the snow plot races, yeah, we got a pool on who can knock over the most snow mailboxes in this kind of weather. But the heavy, wet snow, the plow's got to go pretty fast. Yeah, I would expect there'll be some that will bite the dust or bite the snow later on. All right, that's Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13, again, 33 right now. We've got uh, more news. We've got lots of markets. Busy, busy Thursday morning at Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 20 minutes to 6 at Wax, and uh, we've got markets to get to, a little more farm news. But speaking of news, let's get into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. Merry Christmas. Good morning, Morgan. Well, good morning. Here's what we're looking at today. We'll start with the P word, patience. For plows, 
and power as the powder fell. Mother Nature hit us pretty hard as the winter weather continues to return in our area. Road crews asking for a little bit of patience. They're experiencing some plow driver shortages. means it'll take a little bit uh, longer to get some of those roads cleared. And they're working to restore power in parts of Eau Claire as well. You can find a list and a link to XL Energy. See some of those outages online, 715newsroom.com. Moving away from Mother Nature and in other headlines, a Walmart worker from Ladysmith is accused of stealing nearly $13,000 by simply walking away with it. Prosecutors in Russ County filed formal charges yesterday against 32-year-old Sabre Grafe, as investigators say. She was in charge of collecting cash from the registers each night, but would only deposit some of it. The DA's office says she walked off with just under $13,000 between January and May of this year. Police say she told them she stole the money because she'd fallen behind on bills. Well, speaking of money, stimulus money is stimulating conversation about how it was used. The Legislative Audit Bureau reported yesterday that Governor Tony Evers' office made almost all of the decisions about how $4.5 billion in coronavirus stimulus money was spent, but wrote nothing down. Auditors say they asked for policies and criteria for the money, but got nothing but press releases back. While we're chatting politics and spending, there's a national link. In Washington, some Senate Republicans oppose an omnibus spending bill to avert a government shutdown. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson says they instead want a short-term continuing resolution so they can get a clearer picture of overall spending. Sound like this. Not only to give a Republican House an opportunity to respond to the people that, that put them in place, but also to give us time to start understanding what these numbers actually mean. A lawmakers need to pass funding before Friday in order to avert a federal shutdown. Continuing on the political stage with names familiar to our area after the ballots are counted, we look to Wisconsin Congressman Ron Kind, who has concerns about Republican Derek Van Orden, who will secede him at the 3rd Congressional District and who's admitted to being at the Capitol during the January 6th insurrection. Sounds like this. And he's expressed no remorse. He's lied about his involvement uh, with that from the very beginning. And it's very troubling that someone like him could uh, run for public office and get elected at a place that he just tried to burn down uh, a little over a year and a half earlier. Kine says his advice to Van Orden would be to include listening to people in his district, including those who disagree with them. Van Orden defeated Democrat State Senator Brad Paff in November. Well, the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources approved new regulations for PFAS chemicals in Wisconsin groundwater. The regulations create standards for how much PFAS chemicals are allowed in groundwater before it's deemed unsafe. Other chemicals will also be considered dangerous under the new regulations. And anyone found guilty of contaminating groundwater with those chemicals could also now face consequences. And over the river and through the woods, well, we might need a toboggan to do that now with all the new white stuff. But when it comes to holiday travel, tis the season. TripAdvisor says nearly 60% of Americans plan to travel this winter and Christmas Hanukkah week boasts the most. The very busiest day of the season is December 26th. Folks either visiting others or heading off on vacation after Christmas at home. The freeways will be crowded. The top, top spot for festive fun this time of year is Cancun. It's the most popular destination for American families over the next couple of weeks. But stateside, TripAdvisor says the most popular cities for holiday tourists are New York, New York, Orlando, Florida, and Las Vegas. San Diego is ninth in the top ten, just above Fort Lauderdale. I'm Lucinda Kay. And we fire up the tractor and maybe some of those front-end plows and head back to the barn with Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. Thanks, Morgan. And, uh, yeah, I don't think, uh, you know, I think 
Minneapolis, Chicago destination for vacations. People want to get away from this weather, but uh, it's beautiful out there. It's a white, white snow. Just be careful. we got to move it. All right, we're almost quarter to six. We've got some markets we'll get to. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get to the markets. 13 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. And uh, we go to the uh, equity barns. And we're going to start, though, this morning at Stratford because uh, Jerry Fitzgerald's like so many other people. Out of power. You don't know what's going on. But he called, and we appreciate that. So we're going to get Jerry on first, and then we'll go to Barron and Sparta. But uh, a little rough weather over there, power, and all kinds of problems, huh? Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. And, yes, uh, power's been off. I would uh, I'm thinking just about three hours here now, and I don't know how extensive it is here in Marathon County. But, you know, the, the trees are all and the uh, ice-coated, and now there's heavy snow. I'm yeah. guessing we probably got eight or ten inches. So yeah, I believe We'll it. see what... We'll see what transpires today. But in the meantime, we'll, we'll recap the sale from yesterday. Uh, uh, obviously, the weather did have an effect on the volume and everything else on yesterday. But anyway, uh, Bob, thanks, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the feeder cattle auction. Uh, lighter weight beef steers yesterday, mostly from 130 up to 175. Heavier beef steers, mostly from $1.15 to $1.57. Uh, beef heifers on yesterday's auction, lighter weights, uh, lightly tested, mostly from 140 to 165. Heavier Beef heifers mostly 110 to 150. Holstein feeders about all rates 95 to a dollar 20. On the market auction yesterday on the cow market, higher yielding fleshier cows, they are selling from 68 to 80. Uh, most of the cows yesterday and this week between 52 and 68 thinner cows below 50. Uh, fat cattle and light test toys grading Holstein steers mostly from a dollar 20 to a dollar 38. Uh, select grading under finished cattle 118 and below. Bulls this week, better quality bulls are selling from 82 to 95. On the calf market, uh, good quality bull calves weighing uh, 9,230 pounds from 75 to 140. Uh, heifer calves mostly from 30 to 50. Beef calves 175 to 285. And uh, things will be up in the air today. I'm, uh, like I said, uh, communications are down now, but uh, I'm assuming there will be a sale today. It'll probably be delayed starting time. So hopefully when power gets on, I'm not sure how it is over in Stratford, but uh, at home here, of course, we don't have any power. So I would advise folks uh, when things get normal here this morning if that's going to happen today give the market a call 715-687-4101 there's always somebody there probably about at the top of the hour so if your phone is working uh, we'll see what happens today and uh, bob thank you this morning and we'll hopefully get things back to normal by tomorrow i hope so travel safely jerry you too bob and thank you much there he goes that's jerry fitzgerald over at stratford we'll get to barrett and sparta next The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Here we are at 10 minutes to 6 and we're going to hear from Brittany and the Barren Equity. For fed cattle, our high-yielding choice Holstein steers sold 128 to 140. Unfinished steers and heifers sold 110 and down. For cull cows, the top 20% sold from 72 to 78, topping at 82.50. 60% sold from 55 to 71. The bottom 20% sold 54 and down. Our next sheep, goat, and small animal sale is this Saturday, December 17th. If you have any questions, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
Now we're going to turn directions and head down to Sparta Equity and hear from Hut Eman. Fed cattle selling steady today with the high yielding choice beef steers and heifers 149 to 158 with a top of 164. The choice and select beef steers and heifers 138 to 148. The dairy cross steers 130 to 145. The high yielding choice Holstein steers 134 to 141 with a top of 147.50. The choice and select Holstein steers 123 to 133 with unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers 122 and down. Cow market steady today with the high yielding cow is 68 to 78. The cutters and utilities. 52 to 67 with the low yielding and cattle cows 51 and down bull market steady today with most bulls bringing 76 to 91 with a thin full and bulls over a ton discounted at 75 and down calves today sold by the pound of the steady market with 80 percent of the holstein bull calves bringing from 80 to 140 the quality holstein heifer calves 30 cents to a dollar the quality beef calves 210 to 360 with the light and poor quality calves 10 to 60 cents per pound just a reminder our next sale will be thursday December 15th for our special dairy and feeder cattle sale with dairy cattle starting at 12 noon followed by feeder cattle at 1230. This is Hunt aiming to Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update and we thank you for your business. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at the rest of our markets brought to you by Synergy Co-op in the Ridgeland area. March corn this morning down a fraction from yesterday's close sitting at 649. The soybeans down two for March at fourteen eighty two. Soybean meal up two thirty a ton, four hundred fifty eight dollars and fifty cents, and the uh, March wheat up two to three cents at seven fifty two. Some of the country elevator prices today: wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls location, corns at five ninety two, with beans at fourteen twenty. Connorsville location, corns at five ninety two, with beans at fourteen ten. On the DTN screen, some numbers we have from Baldwin, corn 604, the beans 1407, Duran 596 on the corn, 1401 on the beans at Mondovi, the corn 607, soybeans 1406, Elmwood 605 and 1411. At Fall Creek, the corn's down to 587, beans 1386, and at Osseo 610 on the corn, 1411 on the beans, Ellsworth 575 and 1357 at Ethanol Plants. Boyceville, 623 today. Stanley in the Richmond at 604. Barrel cheese, three and a half cents lower yesterday, 182 and a half. The blocks up four at 211 and a quarter. Double A butter up two and three quarters at 279 and three quarters. December class three up a dime, and that's a 2063 January down a couple at 1952. And again, school closings, they're pretty much all closed, but if you want to double check, you can go to waxradio.com and that information brought to you by Hovlands and Service Master of the Chippewa Valley, or as we said before, check with our friends over at uh, Channel 13, weau.com and punch up the closings and uh, you'll find all you need to know. And what you'll need to know otherwise, the snow's not done yet. If it slows down a little bit, it'll be coming back. So be careful if you're planning to travel and uh, enjoy a white Christmas. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadar. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.